Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Direct. Hard-hitting. No holds barred. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So I want you to imagine that you're living with chronic pain, absolutely uh, debilitating agony. You get your prescription. It happens to be opioids because the doctor prescribes them because they work for you and make your quality of life reasonable. And you go to the pharmacy. Now the pharmacist starts to quiz you, sits you down and starts to quiz you. And if the pharmacist isn't particularly satisfied with what the pharmacist hears, then the pharmacist contacts the doctor. So you're now being questioned. Prescription's not good enough. So what's going to happen in Alberta? We're going to talk about that before the end of the hour. What I suggest, get your phone, push the record button when they start that stuff. We'll talk more about that. But uh, now it's time for Hurricane Irma. And at the very beginning of the program, we spoke with uh, Chuck Perkins in New Orleans the owner of the Istanbul Cafe, and uh, he told us about Katrina, and he said the year before there had been a hurricane scare. And he and his family, as you may have heard, took off. It took them 18 hours to get away, and nothing happened. And then in 2005, Katrina arrived, and all their warnings arrived, and a lot of people said, ah, it'll just be like last year, and they didn't react. Irma's not like that. Irma's in Florida. Now, Anthony Farnell joins us, Global News Chief Meteorologist. We spoke with Anthony yesterday. He was in the Tampa area. Where are you now, my friend? Uh, I'm still in the Tampa area, and I'm actually uh, just on the edge of uh, the Bay, which has now. It's part of a reverse storm surge that we see when the winds blow out for a long enough time. All the water goes with it, and I'm just with hundreds of residents that have kind of come out here and are uh, also just in awe of what's going on. So it's kind of a surreal feeling at the moment. So we can hear clearly there's something going on. We can hear it on your on, on the phone connection. Um, so, so it's a surreal feeling. Describe to us what it is that is, if we can hear it, Anthony. What are you? What is actually going on right now? Basically, a lot of the local residents, they've been cooped up for a long time. There's been the anticipation of this storm for days. There have been evacuations, and everybody's just getting antsy. So now the storm is starting to arrive. We're seeing some wind gusts, and that's helping to, to just empty out the bay here. And this is a, a scene that happened in the Bahamas. It happened over towards Key Largo. It uh, happened in Fort Myers. When these winds blow offshore, all the water disappears. So we're looking at basically the the, the Gulf of Mexico that people can walk out on, and that is just too much for some people to resist. So they're just walking out almost a kilometer uh, out into what is normally the bay, and hopefully they're going to get out of here before the eye moves over, because that's what's going to really change things. Later tonight, as that eye passes, you get the big winds, and then you get that storm surge coming right back and likely uh, into some of these homes that are on the other side of the street beside me. Yeah. So we've heard that the storm surge is going to be between, what, 10 and 15 feet? 
Yeah, it looks like a little bit less here in the Tampa Bay area. They're saying uh, authorities are saying five to eight feet here, but uh, for Naples, for areas like Fort Myers, uh, Marco Island, that's now getting hit with the eye of the storm. Well, these areas are getting up to 15 feet, and that is uh, just incredible. That's enough to completely inundate uh, a home, and uh, it can be a life or death situation. So here we're expecting five to eight. That's still a lot of flooding, but it's again still several hours away, and that's why a lot of these people are out here and we're just enjoying what's uh, not that bad a day. Yes, we've had snow showers, but it's other than the emptying day, hard to tell that a hurricane is coming. Now, when the hurricane arrives and at its at its most intense ferocity, do you have any any expectation of what it's going to feel like? About what you're going to experience, what you will hear, and for how long it's going to go on? Well, I'm. I, I mean, the only thing I know is from watching other reporters and storm chasers in Key West and in Miami and uh, up towards Naples, uh, what they've experienced, because this is where the storm is coming from. Now, a lot of those places were not in the eye of the storm, and we are expecting to be very close to those strongest winds, which are still almost 200 kilometers per hour. So it's still a, even though it's weekend, it's still a ferocious and a large storm that can move a lot of water. So we're expecting basically all of Tampa to lose power like much of uh, Florida. There's already almost a million and a half people without electricity right now. So we're expecting that. We may lose cell phone service and uh, we're also going to just have six hours of these crazy winds that are going to be howling and, and potentially even taking out some of uh, the windows in the downtown of Tampa. And we talk about the winds and there's going to be the rain and the wind and you told us yesterday it's officially going to be a wind event but that doesn't mean there's not going to be a tremendous amount of rain. And that wind and that rain is going to keep that storm surge, keep that water moving. It's not just going to come in out of the ocean and then just slide back in after doing some damage for an hour or two. That water is going to be sticking around, and it'll be powered, if I understand it correctly, by the wind and supplemented by the rain. Yeah, and then again, that storm surge is very different from running out there telling people run as fast as you can if, if this was a tsunami coming and all of a sudden that water that comes back with ferocity. This comes up, it'll come up about a foot every, every minute or so, maybe, at, at most. So people do have a bit of time to, to get away. That's why it's not as much of an emergency. Still not maybe the smartest thing for, for hundreds of people to be doing all at once, but um, the police officers are here, the fire department is, uh, as well, and, and they haven't really told anybody to, to get back yet, so it's one of those anticipation moments where, where they know this one's coming. A lot of the locals say, yeah, yeah, we've been through this type of stuff. It's not that big a deal. And, of course, this is a bit bigger, and Tampa hasn't had a Category 3 storm hit them since 1921. So it is a big deal. But right now, at least, uh, for these people, they're just having a bit of fun. Mm. If you're not out, if you haven't evacuated yet, it's pretty much too late. I'm having just a little bit of tough time hearing you. I think yeah, if if you if you haven't if you haven't left if you haven't evacuated yet, it's too late to do so. Question mark at the end of that one. And then I heard last night, I heard a sheriff uh, in the Keys say, "If you need help as of right now, we can't come. You're on your own." Yeah, and that, that was the case. Uh, in the last couple of hours, emergency services, police, fire. I've just said, no, you're on your own. Nine one one calls. You are going to wait to become safe again, and uh, <laughs> you're just going to have to 
so evacuate because you are. You're completely on your own. If a tree falls on your house or if you're flooded or if there's a fire, there's nobody to come and save you and help you. So that situation, we may get to that point here later tonight. Uh, I just heard a press conference from the mayor. He, he's not overly concerned. He has high confidence in the police and fire department here. But believe me, when those winds start gusting and there are trees and branches flying everywhere, they're, they're going to stay in. It is at least in the middle of the night, which uh, means that a lot of curiosity seekers may not be out there. But uh, it's still a scary thing, to say the least. Yeah, well, you take good care and be uh, and be safe, and the rest of the global national uh, crew there with you be safe, and we'll be watching you intently to see uh, what you're reporting and and what Irma will ha- eventually have uh, done to the state of Florida. Anthony, thank you so much. No, uh, thank you for having me on, and yeah, we'll be uh, continuing to some coverage tonight, and then uh, the aftermath tomorrow. Hopefully, everybody's okay, but uh, we'll be here right the soon. All right, take yeah. good care, Anthony Farnell. Global National, of course, he'll also be uh, reporting on uh, chorus radio stations, as will uh, Mike Armstrong, who's uh, from Global National, who's with Anthony and the crew in Florida. Gutsy people. Uh, you know, this is this is great reporting. This is bringing what's happening in a very intense manner directly to you, whether it's your living room or on your phone or, or on your radio. It is bringing it directly to you. And by the way, Please don't complain about the audio quality. Think about what's going on around them. So uh, there's Anthony Farnell. When we come back, we're going to spend a few minutes on the issue of uh, of chronic pain. And because something significant is happening in the province of Alberta. And I also want to say a few words about a young woman who was a guest on this program on a number of occasions. She was suffering tremendously. And she had a huge courage, a big heart. She died a few days ago. And uh, I've been in touch with her mother. And I've passed on condolences from everyone. Don't go away. <laughs> 